love using burgle as a verb. Like the hamburglar? Yeah, like yeah. You, to burgle something. No yes. one ever uses burgle. No, they didn't like Victorian like England. Yes, I am going to come burgle your pancakes. Last weekend, I'm going to burgle your pancakes. This yeah. is probably not an 18 plus show. Either. This is probably teen friendly. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. I can ratchet it up. <laughs> can we? <laughs> no, we're good. Thank you. All right. Um, all right. Episode 63 of the Bite Me Podcast. Welcome. My name is Adam West. I am Cliff Johnson. <laughs> I'm the Dylan. Are you still sick? It's lingering. Can it go away? I wish. Man, I was Please. sick for almost, probably almost three weeks. Yeah, well. It was rough. It's just a dry cough at this, at this point. It's just a dry heat. <laughs> gotcha. Um, well, I'm glad you're not. I can't finish that statement because <laughs> um, then it would be untrue. Uh, anyway, welcome to this episode of the Bite Me podcast. Uh, we've already talked about who we are. Uh, we've got a lot of news this week. We're going to cover uh, some uh, quick Games Pass and first-party game updates uh, for the Xbox. The Switch has officially outsold the Wii U. We'll talk about that. Battlefront 2 is not doing nearly as well as it probably should have. It's pretty good. It's not doing—I mean, it's not doing yeah. bad. Just didn't do as well. Uh, Microsoft potentially purchasing uh, some companies, maybe. And Overwatch update uh, uh, with Mercy in particular. Heard about that. Some people are happy. Some people are not happy. You can't please everyone all the time. Nope. Something like that. Uh, PUBG, they uh, rolled out an update and nerfed some stuff on the Xbox and a little more balancing act on the PC. And Fortnite gets a cool new mode that uh, only goes for a few more days, I think. But... Uh, definitely want to talk about it because I might jump in and try it out. Yeah, you should. Plus questions from Vinny, Colby, Super Hyper Mighty Weapon Man, <laughs> <laughs> and Mansox. Plus some cheap free games. One that I uh, pimped out on my personal I saw page. That. Yeah, yeah. And then my friend Raya in Spokane, she pimped out my post of our po- my post on our stuff, and hopefully Thank more you, people's Raya. stuff. Yes. Uh, plus, uh, PlayStation Plus games for the month have been announced, mm-hmm. and they're pretty cool. I'm so excited. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm I don't know really why excited. I've already played it, but anyway. Yeah. But first, we start with what we're playing. Dylan, go. Me? Yes. Oh, man. Just to prove that there's still some love there for you. Well, what do I start with? Can I start with Sea of Thieves? Yeah, I don't care. Well, we should all talk about Sea of Thieves. Why, we, why don't we, we just get why that, why do, we do that? Do you want to get out of the way? All I right, think cool. we want to get out of yeah, the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, good. Yes, we should all talk about it, especially yep. me, the one who's played it so much. You played Sea of San Francisco. Yes. Yeah. And he didn't eat any sourdough bread. I didn't. Moving talk on about to your the stuff. seven seas of thieves mm-hmm. and the Y'all thieveries does. and the booty and the doubloons and all the debauchery that us pirate scallywags took part in. It was amazing. Uh, I had so much fun playing the Sea of Thieves. Um, I really look forward to what they're going to add to this game. Um, I don't know. It was so like it's such a weird game because it's so much about micromanaging a ship and sailing it to your destination with no real like mini map or anything. And it's like, hard. It's all about using a map and a compass and a looking glass and wind direction and shifting your sails to like move in the proper direction. And then with almost no like the game doesn't say like, hey, here's the right way to do it. They're just like, here's a boat. Yeah, you'll figure it out. (laughs) Um, And then when you get to the island to find you either have a riddle or a map with an X on it and you have to use landmarks or kind of solve the riddle and find what their clues. And then you take paces away from that said clue and then start putting your shovel in the ground. And I had so much fun doing this. Well, then Um, I think. 
to me, what's really cool, too, is then you get a chest. And that chest might just be a chest full of something. It also might be a chest that you pick up and you instantly become drunk, which you then have to carry drunk back to your ship yeah. through shark-infested waters. Or it might be a crying chest. chest. And it will fill up your boat and sink it if you don't bucket the water out from under. I found out how to make it stop crying. Oh, yeah? You play it a sad song on your accordion. Oh. And it stops crying. Did you just spoiler it for, like, a lot of people? No. No. Do you know what the one of the Do best Do you know what things? you would never figure out on your own? That. <laughs> so, um, what we would always, we would always, when we were finished sailing for the night or the day or how many, many fortnights, maybe. Fortnights. Um, see what he did a, uh, We would, I mean, we obviously just returned all our, our chests and we got all our, our doubloons from the massive booty that we took. Um, and then we would go to the, the bar, the barmaid, and we would drink some grog to, I mean, Celebrate. send it off, right? Yeah. Play some music and stuff. But then we would drink a little excessively in the game and then get all woozy. And then you start vomiting. But what's awesome is if you pull your bucket out when you're vomiting, you puke in the bucket. And then you have a bucket of puke, and then you can go throw it on to other people in the world. You can use that as a weapon. Amazing. Yeah. It's pretty good. My kid wow. got super drunk and then came on my <laughs> ship and puked everywhere. I it was awesome. Wait. I just oh, I love so good. that you were just able to say that <sighs> that sentence legally. Yeah. Um, improvements that I hope to see is just more interactions in the world. Like, well, and they said that's a very small vertical slice. Right. So what we've played is by no means even close to the right. game. They said that it. this is actually a very small slice. Yeah. So expect that world to be um, way bigger. Because... A lot of the fun, it would be really fun when you'd actually get an engagement with another ship and have cannon battles. Like that, it was super fun, like to board other ships and stuff. Um, but other than that, the only other like combat or interactions you have are with sharks when you're swimming between your ships, you're swimming your chest back to the ship. You have skeletons raising out of the ground and fighting you. And sometimes then, shooting you with cannons. And sometimes when you're like, yeah, you're, uh, Sailing away from an island in the watchtower with some cannons, they'll yeah. fire cannonballs. You've been at you. shot by skeletons, though, right? I don't know. Oh, I've been shot by skeletons. Can't it you sucks. just? Is there at any point can you like build a dinghy? And so that's one of the things that we really hope they add. I would um, love to because, have a little dinghy that you can drop because in the getting water. a giant pirate ship close enough to an island that it doesn't take you forever to swim in and back sucks. And you can actually shoot yourself from your boat in your. You can use your cannon to shoot yourself onto the island, but then you have to swim back. Um, so I really hope they add a, a, a dinghy where you can, you know, get off and, and go in safely. Because the number of times we just ran into a sandbar and, and capsized or stuff. I don't know. Things that I'd like to see, um, obviously more content. I'd really like them to add a three-player mode um, because sometimes it's hard to get four people to play. Um, but I often could have gotten three. Um, and is there two, a, can you play single? You can play single and two. Single and two is really hard, though, um, just because... The ships you get are smaller, but it's still really it's of, hard it's still to a lot of tasks to do. Yep, to do but. stuff. So, um, it would just be nice to to have. I I would almost say that that three player and four player would be good. And I I would love to have five player on the four player ship. I think that would actually work really well too. So yeah, I. Uh, I had a great time. There was some very emergent gameplay. Um, I, I only had a problem with it once, but there is a problem with um, you have to take your your treasure back to an outpost um, to cash it in. And there are a lot of people that would just like outpost 
snipe, and so they just yeah. wait for you to come back and then steal your your stuff instead of going to get their own. Right. So oh, I hope that either they kind of put a safe zone around outposts, or, or I assume there would be like not law enforcement, but there would be. I mean. A town wouldn't want scallywags just yep. outlawing their their town, right? So I would I would imagine maybe there's like some NPC um, law enforcement that might interfere there and say, "Yeah, I'm going to shoot those guys for being scallywags." Yeah, those landlords. I think there's a lot of things really like saying the word scallywag. Dal- Dylan played yeah, an entire we, stream. In, we did all the streams in pirate. In pirate, place. it was yeah. pretty cool. Captain Vinnie Peg. I, I never had to play with him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's good. It was real good. So CC is good. Um, the beta ends today, so by the time you hear this, you're out of luck. Um, when is the game coming March out? 20th, March 20th, I believe. Okay. Um, I would not be shocked at all if they do an open beta between now and then, though. Oh, okay. That'd be fun. So Sweet. It's good. Dylan, what else are you playing? Oh, man. That's just the beginning, huh? I know. Um, good Lord. Playing... Uh, I got ranked. Yeah, do you in, not have a life? What is this? What is all this? No, I was sick. Like That's all I did was just play <laughs> games. Um, I finished all my placement matches for season eight of overwatch on the xbox um with my buddy and um i won like went like eight and two and still didn't get placed very well because last season sucked real bad but uh me and my buddy were carrying like our team pretty hard through a lot of a lot of games it was funny you kind of start realizing that when you get ranked low just play what you're really good at sometimes right and you just can steamroll the other team instead of really trying to like focus on your team playing together and as bad as that is it's like you can you can try but when your team just throws just really wacky compositions at you and you you just be like like i just started playing like soldier just because we would never have enough damage so i would just have to play soldier and just waste the other team so we could actually win um and it's like it's kind of i like playing the other classes i don't really like being the damage character i like playing tanks but you can't just win playing tanks sometimes. Mm-hmm. And Cliff and I talk about this quite often. We get into <laughs> the discussion of like when is it um like when is it appropriate to actually like change a character and shouldn't you be allowed to play the character you want to play? And it's like, yes, of course you can. But if you want to excel at the game, you should probably be kind of open open minded to new characters. And actually the new uh developer update from Jeff Kaplan actually highlights this very well um in the same problem and we'll get into that later but i found a uh a really interesting game that i played was the character on the other team who were they were on offense and we were playing defense and they had a Widowmaker, which is a sniper character which a lot of times we think snipers on offense isn't always the most appropriate choice it can work the Widowmaker was killing us like they got 60 eliminations whereas i got 30 and i was the top for our team by far they lost, like, real bad because they were focused on eliminations. Like, this sniper was doing so well at eliminating us, but they never actually jumped on the objective because the sniper's not really good at that. Right. And it was one of those instances where it's, like, that exactly highlights why sometimes mindful composition does matter and and varying up who you play. Just because you're a good Widowmaker player doesn't mean you're going to win games if you're, if that's what you're going for, especially in competitive play, which we're playing. Right. So it was one of those instances where it became really clear why sometimes people are like, hey, maybe maybe um, a different composition would help. Not that I'm singling out anyone to say, hey, you should switch, but those are the kind of things that I, I notice when I play the game. And it's like, you were carrying your team hard and... But what you're doing wasn't really helping your team at all, which was it was a strange situation. 
I, I got an opportunity to play uh, Heroes of the Storm with somebody who is a veteran of the game, um, uh, Josh, who I play games with a lot. Um, he met this guy through some other community, and we jumped into a lobby with him, and that was awesome. We had five people. Um, three, of, uh, three of the people, I'd say two were more familiar with the game. One person was kind of in the middle, and Josh and I would be the, the newer players to this game, not necessarily newer to MOBAs. So we understood the mechanics of MOBA, but now we really got to focus on learning how Heroes of the Storm separates itself from those other games and why it's its own thing. And that was just really insightful. I don't know if I'll go into the details of why that is because, again, it's a very, very hardcore audience who plays <laughs> MOBAs. So I don't need to explain to you why the objective-based MOBA that is Heroes of the Storm and the way it plays different to League. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say it was very insightful and I, I learned so much from the game um, just asking some questions and like letting him sh- sh- uh, be the shot caller and he just kind of like would help us decide when to go for objectives and it made a lot of sense and then when Josh and I played after that kind of ourselves we had a much better idea of what to do and we were able to kind of carry some games that way. Being newer players is like we knew how to push the objectives and and it, that it was a lot of fun. So. I think finding those veterans that are willing to teach you things. Like my brother gave me like an hour of instruction one time of World of Warcraft, which you wouldn't think you'd need. But like I, it increased my ability to do like battlegrounds and stuff just immeasurably with an mm-hmm. hour of training. Finding that person is, is often huge. It's like I can understand the game and I can help you kind of understand it better. Yep. Um, just because I, I always look for those learning experiences. That's cool. And I uh, finally – had a chance to jump into Total War Warhammer, mm-hmm. which again is not something I'm going to get too deep into either because it's another. I think it's a it's a very challenging game and has a very specific player base. Um, but thank you to Vinny who gave me this game around Christmas time. I think when it was on a all winter sale, and I I'm a huge Warhammer fan, have been for a long long time. Um, but man, it's it is cool to play a game like this because it if if you know kind of some basic tactics of how like. The Persians were defeated by mm-hmm. the Athenians in way back when, when they were outnumbered five hundred to ten thousand or whatever it was. It's like those things really work in this game, and that's really cool to to be able to use those old like hammer and anvil style cool. tactics where you're putting your shields up front to to block the missile fire, and then when the cavalry charges, you counter that with with um with uh, spears, and then you send your cavalry after their siege weapons when they're, they've kind of lost their protection for that. And it's like, it's like really old school, like art of war tactics, and it's neat. Um, That's really cool. It has no tutorial whatsoever. Like it tries to tell you what's going on, but it kind of just throws you into a campaign and is like, hey, here you go. And never have I played a game where it like throws a side quest at you and it's like you can complete this if you want and it's like that's a bad idea if you actually do it and it's like I had to restart because I went after the side quest and then I like I like maybe maybe I won the battle but my army was so weak and then I didn't had this weak army and now I don't have resources to make my people happy and now they're going to start a riot and now they riot and now my army splits into two and I'm fighting myself because <laughs> they're rioting and I have to kick them out of my own settlement and then I'm just like what am I supposed to do now and I was just like I'm starting over because I kind of have a better understanding now but it's still it's still super challenging the second time around sure um, and yeah that's I've been playing a lot of games yeah you have and, stop getting sick and I've been uh testing the stream out so i'm trying to get the streaming going here i've been troubleshooting and just kind of doing a couple an hour here and there just to try to to get everything working smooth and 
it's been fun too. So trying to do that more. So. Very nice. Cool, cool. All right, Cliff, what are you playing? Let's see. Other than Sea of Thieves, we already covered that one. So I'm playing uh, The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. It uh, was a game that uh, the astronauts, who are the developers, uh, hooked us up with a copy of to review. And uh, it's – I actually – when I put in for it, like, you you know, as people that do what we do, we can kind of request games from – from developers, and, and I thought it was just a walking sim, um, and it turns out it's kind of a spooky walking sim. Um, <laughs> you're a paranormal detective who got a letter from a kid named Ethan Carter saying, hey, some 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 weird things are going on in my my town, and initially the, the detective just thinks like, hey, he's just another fan, and uh, it, he's actually, uh, then he kind of notices that the kid says he can see some things that he shouldn't be able to, things from another dimension, things from, you know, whatever. And so he actually goes to help them. And he gets there and it's everything's abandoned. And as you explore, you um, find these dead bodies that, uh, yeah, they're everywhere. Um that uh, you have to – and the, the weird thing about this game is I, I kind of looked and it's supposed to be about four hours long. And I got two hours into it before I even figured out what I was supposed to be doing. Like I'd explored everywhere. I'd gone everywhere I was to go. And I finally figured out that your – what you're kind of trying to do with these these dead bodies is it's actually like a crime scene. So you have to gather kind of all of the uh, different – like – Evidence, you know, so there'll be like a murder weapon and there'll be, you know, the body and there'll be this different physical evidence around there that all add up to how this murder happened. And once you do that, um, you use your like paranormal senses and you touch the body and it sends out these kind of light things and uh, they form into different places around the murder and they all give you like a little tableau of what happened and then you have to order them, put them in the, the order you think they happened. Oh, and fun. then once you do that, it gives you the full like walkthrough of this is what happened. And, and it's I, like I said, I thought it was a walking simulator. It turns out it's a walking simulator with like brutal, brutal murder. Um, like the very oh. first one, like a dude beats a guy to death with like a tire iron. <laughs> like it was like, oh, Jesus. And, you know, I mean, the body you found didn't have legs. They got cut off by a train. So... It's a walking sim that is real, real bloody, um, and it has a couple of jump scares. So I'm good with that. It's really fun. Um, I've been streaming it on Mixer um, every day, every morning, and every night for the past uh, three days. I'm going to say I'm up to like six half hour episodes of it, and I've been posting those to YouTube. Wow. So if you want to see kind of what it is, um, there's <coughs> right now there's four episodes of it on our YouTube channel, and I'm going to drop in another two tomorrow. Um, I'll probably beat it in the next day or two. Um, so I'm still I'm live streaming it too. So. Um, it's really, really, really fun, but doesn't hold your hand at all. Like I have spent so much time just wandering around like what's next? Because the game literally starts out like this isn't the adventure game that you're used to. Like we're not going to hold your hand. And like I told Dylan, it's, they don't hold your hand. They don't push you in a direction. They don't give you like a vague indication that maybe something over there is happening. They just like go. Nice. And yeah, kind of, except <laughs> I spent a lot of time not knowing what I'm doing. So you spend a lot of time backtracking and a lot of time, like I'm to the point now where I'm just like, show me a guide because I don't, I can't, without just wandering through the forest randomly, I'm never going to figure out how to beat this game. So um, it's gorgeous too. Um, It, they, it came out in 2014 on the PC um, and then they re-released it in 2015 with like an HD update. And then this version on the Xbox is, is actually HDR 4k compatible um, they've added a 
like walking around <laughs> mode that doesn't have any of the violently dead dead people. Um, so you can really just explore. Okay. Um, but it's really interesting. It uses a technique that a lot of games are using now where they actually go out and take like 50 pictures of a rock and then they use that to create the 3D image um, and they literally just take that and put it into the game and model all these different environmental things and put it, that's how Battlefront 2 was made too um, it's really cool and it looks really good and so. we've got Battlefront news two yes we news do to talk about. it's all uh, coming together oh. see how we did that there's a game I'm trying to remember what it was I can't remember but I wish like all games had where if you're kind of like where what direction should I go like don't make it super obvious, but give me a button or something where yep. I can click it and it shows me a little ghost trail. Oh yeah, there's yeah. a lot like, of games. Uh, there's a lot of games that do that, yeah. but like every game should do that. Well, if there's like any in... sort of not linear, like if it's a completely linear game, yeah. fine. But if you have to go out of your way, just like click the right thumbstick yeah. or something and it just goes bloop, 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 off in the you, direction that I'm supposed to go. And I'm like, I mean, there, in the great. division, there's a couple of different quests where you have to track down like voice recordings or cell phones or whatever. And then when you stand on where the agent was last, you know, you listen to the audio and then at the end of it, it kind of does this little bloop, bloop, bloop circle thing. And then an arrow points you in, in a, a direction. direction. It doesn't right. tell you where to go. It just sends you in a direction and you do a little exploring and you can find it. The funny thing is, is when I hit I got. I was probably an hour and a half, two hours in this game when I finally figured out how to like solve crime. Um, and at the time, I was like, "Oh, this feels so good! Like I'm so excited that I, you know, I managed to work out myself how to do this." And it felt like I had a lot of agency, and I was like super excited about it. And that really died real fast when I like solved the three crimes I knew about, and then didn't know where anything else was, and didn't want to like spend hours traipsing through the wood while I chatted to myself on a live stream. Like it was, it so was, I was really on such a roll and then it stopped. Yeah, and then it stopped and it was like, Oh, well now what? So it, it, the game is, is really good and I would very much recommend it to people, but, uh, there's definitely some things I don't like about it. And that's, that's kind of what I, that game could have used a little bit of a like, Hey, here's where's next. Right. So Cool. Uh, well, I'm going to check that out because you said we've got it in our Xbox. You, you do. Yeah, yeah, All right. So I beat Super Mario Odyssey and quote unquote beat. Uh, as in the main. Yeah, line. I beat the main quest. Do we high five? High five. Woo. Woo. You haven't played it, have you? Yeah. Well, have you beaten Not, it? No. Uh, but. Ah, no, I've played. So good. It is real good. I'm, I just haven't had a lot of time. Okay. Um, it's on my list. I'll, I'll get to it. I'm, I, uh, I'm trying to get my treadmill working. My treadmill is real broken right now. Oh. But I thought I could treadmill in Mario Odyssey at the same time. You, that would be interesting to watch. You should actually do a... I'll, I'll live stream that. You live can watch me that, fall on my head hilarious. and die. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think I've got... And I was wrong. I kept saying, I think I've got 200 moons. I've got like 180. Sure. Um, or, or something like that. But yeah, I beat it. And I actually beat it while I was on the flight to San Francisco nice. last Very nice. Friday. Very I nice. beat it at like 8 a.m., and I had a lot of fun when I beat it, and I was very, very excited, and I think I scared the kid next to me when I beat it. <laughs> oh, and then the, the kingdom that unlocks after you beat it, which was awesome. Nice. It's so great. I made I was, like, audibly excited. That's so cool. And people cool. were probably questioning what was going on in my seat. But it was fun. So I took a flight. Did we talk about the lady that sang Whitney Houston songs were allowed on, on a flight no. I was on about two years ago? I, she was wearing headphones no. and was listening to the Bodyguard soundtrack and singing along. It was amazing. So you was are she by, good? No. Awful. Then why did, did you, why did you not stop her? Uh, bec- well, she was, like, f- six, seven seats behind me, and did people kept saying, like, ma'am, ma'am. Ma'am, and she, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Aww. And then like 30 seconds ago, I, I have a video of it on my YouTube page that oh. I will let you all see. It's we'll amazing. Have to watch that. <laughs> um, so I'm actually looking forward to uh, going back through 
the different kingdoms and actually doing the grind to get all the... How many moons are there total? Like 800, 900? Oh, wow. 900, yeah. I want to say? Yeah, it's 900 something, I think. Or is yeah. It 900 or... It's a lot. Algathar in our chat says 999. Oh, yeah. Uh, Algathar is the one who made the donation that got matched during oh, our um You're my new favorite person. Life. Yeah, would... thank you, by the way. Yes, very that much. match came through, and we kicked ass. It did. Uh, so, yeah, so I did that, and after I beat that... I realized that I probably would during that trip, and I was going to need something else to play, so I got SteamWorld Dig 2. What do you think? So I really like it. <laughs> um, however, <laughs> I'm in the first mine, mm-hmm. and I'm stuck. Oh. I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know how to get to the little thing to turn the, the pneumatic tube on. Huh. Oh, did you just dig it. Yeah, that's what I thought, but I can't dig through anything at the do moment. You, oh, do you have your switch here? No. We'll figure it out. Bring your switch tomorrow. Okay. We'll, oh, I love that game so much, I know. So much, I really, man. really like it. I like the, the finding this and upgrading that and the da-da-da this. It's such a good and, Metroidvania. And maybe I just need to upgrade my pickaxe. Maybe that's could all be. I need it to totally do. It totally could be. Because I've totally upgraded it be. once, and I think maybe I just need to upgrade it one more yeah. time. Oh, I love that game so much. Yes. Yeah, I, I like the, the, the art style. is really cool. Now, is the first game same kind of art style? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Nice. Yeah, it's, but it's not as Metroidvania, No, is it's it? exactly the same. Oh, it's just it? smaller. Like, oh. it literally... It, it took the exact same game and just like said, "Oh, we can make that bigger." Isn't the first one uh, procedural, procedurally mm-hmm. generated? Nope. Oh, I thought one of them was. No. Oh, maybe it was SteamWorld Heist. Uh, I don't think so. SteamWorld Dig was the first one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't realize the yeah, second yeah. one wasn't. Second oh, one's not. No, because we were bad. talking about that because there's maps out there you can look at and find your way around. I'm and pretty sure. Whatever. I don't know. Either way, they're both that. amazing. And yeah, it's a really cool game. It. It's like it's, twenty bucks. I think. I think I. I think it was on it was whatever Nintendo sale, sale nice. was having last week. Yeah, uh, so I grabbed so that. Worth it. Really like it. And then because I like my mobile games and I like my golf games, uh, there's a game called Super Stickman Golf. Nice. And it's on uh, it's on iOS and Android. And I'm pretty sure they've got it in the Windows Store. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I think. And hell, it might even be on Steam too. Uh, it's by Noodle Cake Studios, <laughs> and I lo- I just love their name. That was the first thing I, I saw. Adore that. I was like, you're, you've got a golf game, and your name is Noodle Cake. I <laughs> must have you. Um, but it's a cute little physicsy kind of based with power ups and stuff. A <coughs> golf game. It's super easy to pick up, easy to put down. You can play for ten minutes. Can play for two hours. That's awesome. Yeah. And have it's you a seen great Golf Story? Stock. Seen what? Golf Story? I've seen it. I've not played it. I'm really interested really, in that one. Really interesting. I hear it's kind of hard, though, like the difficulty ramps up, but <laughs> I love the idea of a golfing role-playing game. For like sure. That's real cool. Yeah, I definitely like that. Um, but yeah, if you ever have, like, if you're on a bus, if you're on transit, if you've got 10 minutes to kill and you don't mind playing mobile games, grab this. Grab a Super Stickman Golf. They're s- super easy to pick up, like I said, and it's you can pay into it if you want to. It's. I've never paid a dime nice. for that game, and I've been playing those games for probably three or four years. That's fun. So, That's super fun. I like it. Yeah, for sure. Check that out. All right. Uh, we have a lot to cover this week, but uh, first of all, thank you for listening on The Mixer. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this and you want to uh, join in, just go to mixer.com slash bite me podcast, and uh, every week when we record our show, typically uh, Wednesday afternoons, you can find us in there, and you can join in the chat, ask us questions while we do this. We'll talk back. Sometimes that's why you might hear me clicking on my keyboard. Typing, typing. I'm typety, trying typety. to do a live stream every morning at 6:30 ish, no. and another one at 10 at night. 
So you can catch me twice a day. They're not long. They're usually like a half hour, 45 minutes. So you got to get in there quick. But uh, I'm doing Ethan Carter right now. I'll probably do some Grand Theft Auto after that. I'm just trying to trying to get in there as much as I can. It's not every day. Like sometimes I need to sleep. Um, the, like that, the rest of that the kills world the, that kills my early morning ones. I always do it at night, gotcha. but the uh, the early morning ones are a little less all the times. Cool, cool. And if you're listening on iTunes, make sure you like us, rate us, review us, tell us nice things, and we'll say nice things about you. Call and other people will uh, find our podcast easier. That's nice. So yeah. All right. Are you ready for it? News. Nobody was even able to answer. You just jumped in on that. He Thank wasn't you. even looking. That was nope. the impressive part. He knew it was up. Yeah, good job, man. Um, I was purposefully not looking so you wouldn't be ready. Nice. I could surprise you. I love it. Surprise. Surprise. Uh, all right. So uh, lots of news to cover this week. Let's start it off with a uh, quick Game Pass and first-party game update. Go. Yeah. So mostly the, <laughs> the we talked last week about um, all first-party Xbox games are going to come to Game Pass, which is a great way to get Sea of Thieves and Crackdown and State of Decay for 10 bucks a month. Um, the initial concern was is what happens <laughs> if those games go out because Game Pass does pull games out of Game Pass and then adds new ones. Uh, Microsoft confirmed that no first-party game will get pulled from it. So. Oh. They're Sweet. in there. They're in there forever. I am officially sold on Xbox yeah, Game Pass. 100%. There is Period. no way that I will not be buying this yeah. come March. I might buy it in February. Who knows? That's awesome. So, State of K2, Crackdown 3, Sea of Thieves, all $60 a piece first yep. party games. All this year. And there might be a Forza game this year. And that's fine. Potentially. And maybe a Halo game. And you know what also is a first party? Uh... <gasps> Ori and the Will of the Wisps. There you go. Oh, crap. Nah. I'm buying it. But that'll also mean that, you know, eventually when the, you know, uh, well, I don't know if that's, f- I guess that's first party. The new Fable game will be there. Well, the, well, Halo, so, Gears of War. So if PUBG is being published by them. It's not an exclusive. It's not first party. That's, that's a, it's a. Yeah, I uh, know. It's just, that's, that'd be interesting. There are, well, we'll talk about, yeah, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that, that in a minute. So. One uh, hot minute. If you own an Xbox and you like playing games, this is Ten bucks a month. This is the best thing. This yeah. is literally the best thing ever. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is the best thing. I mean, thing it's kind ever. of one of those things where I mean best it, thing ever. like twelve year old Cliff would have murdered for this. Oh, to be seriously? to have a hundred and something games that I could play anytime I wanted, you know, without having to go out and buy games, without having to go out and rent games. You know, this is this is the kind of thing where you could buy your kid an Xbox and buy them games pass. And, and be done with they'd it. be pretty happy, you yeah. know. So what happens then? Like, when what what ha- what do you do when you get so sucked into playing games on Games Pass? You don't even you start like not paying attention to what's coming out. Yeah, right. Like, what happens? Yeah, I don't know. And maybe that's, that's what they're banking on, and that also just could like play Netflix. into this, the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, I think this is the world passes you by. This is the future, man. Like this is the way games are going to go. When you look at it, this is what they're doing. It's kind of what EA is doing. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. This is. See, I'm more interested in this still when it is we're in the future because I still don't I still don't think I'm subscribing to this. You're a silly it, strange there is man. Inherent value in it, but I still don't think I consume games the way that I will actually get the hundred and twenty dollar value every year. Like I don't think so. So okay, so you're gonna play Sea of Thieves. You're gonna buy Sea of Thieves. Yeah, that might be He's it. He's already pre ordered it. Okay. Crackdown three? It. Maybe. Really? But if you had it for ten bucks a month, man, you'd play it. 
I don't. Would I though? Yeah, it's you like would. I, the thing is, I've I have new games in the plastic on my shelf. Oh yeah, yeah okay, I do fair. too. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. have six hundred games in your library. Have so you played, played all, all of them? them? It's like seven hundred. I can give them one hundred and twenty dollars <laughs> a year, really easily. Like right. that's not a problem. But am I actually going to use it? Yeah. If you maybe play, not. If you play two first party games to completion, yes. Day one. If I do day one, then it's a value. If I wait until they're half price, then it's not. Okay. If I don't play them day one, then you're not actually getting a sixty dollar value out of it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I there's just no. I guess the thing is, is it only assumes that you're only going to play those two games. And to me, like once you get it, it opens up a huge world of yeah. other games that are available. I, to me, the cost is so low. I think the thing is, if it was fifteen bucks a month, I'd be like, mm, I don't know. But yeah. for ten, yeah. like tens, like. A coffee and a half. It's right. And I, that's the dangerous part of it is it's so easy to give them $120 mm-hmm. a year. Yeah. It's very it's easy. Dangerous. That's On really top of amazing. the Xbox Live already, which is 60. So it's very easy to give them that. And it's really not a big chunk of change. But am I actually going to use it? I don't think, of think, it, think so. Think of it as supporting. The, no, I don't think so. Think, I think of I'm, it as supporting Microsoft. You're you're being I, helpful, and I have no problem with that either. But I'm saying I would probably pay I'll, for it for a year, and I probably wouldn't use it for a year. I might use it for a month out of a year. Whenever you say think of and supporting in that case, Microsoft, Algathar has you know a little happy moment. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's real good. No, I'm all about that. Like I'm giving Mixer the six dollars a month or eight dollars a month to be a pro. Like I'm testing Wait, that what? out. So, yeah, you can be a little pro subscriber, so you give Mixer a month, and you get a little purple name. And What does that get you? It, it's easier to see who subscribes for $8 a month. To so, but does that Mixer. get you anything? You get, like, faster support and no ads. I don't know. But I'm just I'm so trying. You it. bought I'm, blindly. I don't even know what it does. It <laughs> I'm testing it out. Right, right. Um, and, it's like, I don't have a problem doing that. I'm saying if I do a monthly subscription to Game Pass, I'm probably seriously going to use it for maybe one or two months. And in that case, maybe I'll just subscribe for one or two months and then cancel it because yeah. I'm not going to use it again after I find out I just wasted $20 and actually didn't use it for two months. Well, I think that's Because I paid for EA Access and I still haven't used it but one time when I initially oh, got why it. Why haven't like, you I, done it? There's so many damn good games on EA Access. Because I have so many damn good games already and uh, I played those you waste too much time playing I am PUBG. enjoying watching you two. He's, no, he's I, wasting too much time no, playing but how PUBG. much money did I get out of the $30 for PUBG when I've played it for over 100 hours? Like, he's that's not wasting. That's not. I like, I got dang good value because that You're starts breaking time down into when you pennies been... per minute instead of, like, dollars per hour. I don't he's, know. He's wasting time when he could have been playing fun games on EA Access. That's I'm having fun. PUBG's awesome. Like, I it have really fun. Good. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> the thing is, like, I, you can have one game and have just as much fun as having ten games. Yeah, so but I like, vari- 10 like having You like having a variety of fun. Like, I can't play that many games. I can't. I understand that. Like, I, I can't. Can, I can play that many it's games. It's impossible. Okay. Anyway. Are y'all good? I'm good. No, good. Okay, so moving on um, across town here in Seattle, we will talk about Nintendo news. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the Switch has officially outsold the Wii U, which was not in a In 10 difficult- months. Well, yeah, no. That's what I heard. Ten months. It took Switch ten months to suppress the Wii U. That's what the article says. That's what I, yeah. Okay. And that's fine. Because it's ten months into its life. Uh, And Per Schneider, like the dude who runs IGN, said it was nine months. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Regardless, the Switch just outsold the Wii U. It doesn't matter what the timeline is. It was within a year. Yeah, it's crazy. it outsold the, what, four-year lifespan of the Wii U in a year? It's nuts. Which is awesome. Um, if you haven't heard of the Switch, I don't know who you are. Um, it's Nintendo's newest little hybrid home portable console. It's amazing. It's right what's here. interesting to me, though, like that's great. Yeah. But what's interesting to me is that Super Mario Odyssey has outsold Zelda. Really? Yeah. How does that happen? Yeah. Zelda is just a bigger name. Yeah. And I think it's probably got a wider I would have, appeal. I would have, pred- I would have predicted. Yeah. That. 
Mm. Yeah, no. Uh, Wider appeal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. <clears throat> so They sold $7.23 million in the, the last quarter <laughs> of the year. Uh, switches? Switches. Isn't that Is crazy? That what? Is that a lot? Is seven million a lot? Well, I mean, out of fourteen million, <laughs> they sold half of the switches oh, wow, okay. they've sold in the well, last they actually had them? three months. Yeah. 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 So uh Super Mario Odyssey has sold nine million copies of the game. So I mean that attach rate's what? More a than seventy five percent, right? Roughly. No, it's it's almost well, no, it's about seventy percent. How many? Uh nine out of fourteen essentially. So 60% somewhere in there. Um, Mario Kart Deluxe has also outsold um, Zelda at 7.33 million, and Zelda has sold 6.7 million. Uh, What I find funny is Mario Kart Deluxe, 8 Deluxe, sold more than Zelda. Yeah. I mean, wider appeal, too. I mean, people love... I don't... I like Mario Kart. I enjoy it. It's fun. It's a great game. Yeah. To me, it's, it's fun. It's not like something I like... Like when my kid wants to play Mario Kart, I'm, you know, sure, but it's nothing I've ever like yeah. sat down and thought I'm going to beat Mario Kart. It's yeah. just not my. Mm. Thing. my it jam. literally appeals to everybody. Yeah, though. everybody can it's a great play party Mario game. Kart. Everyone yeah. will have fun playing Mario Kart. Because how many players can you do local split screen? Four, four, and then I think you can. You can. Yeah, then you can. Can, do can you go up stuff. to eight? You can go up to eight. Like if local, you, if you have like, two switches. If you have oh, two switches. What? Oh, that'd be fun. Uh, it's because we've played it once in a while over at our friend Victor and Tony's house and just watching, you know, people sit around the room in this giant TV. And f- yeah. and it's funny because he's got like a 75-inch TV. So when you cut that into fourths. Still b- pretty big. You still got still like what? 30-inch like, TV. 30 inch TV. No, it's bigger than that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost a 42-inch yeah. TV. That's crazy. So, yeah. yeah, just watching everybody play basically on their own little 42-inch TV. Uh, four players split screen is great, and of course Kevin always wins, or Victor always wins. They yeah, it's. Yeah. I, I think that's actually one of the things I dislike most about that game, though. Um, is well, they're just good, and it has nothing to do with anyone good. I I find it really <laughs> annoying that I'm also very good at it, and it really I hate losing to like a blue shell. I hate that oh, the yeah. people behind you can without. Like, it's not their skill that's winning. It's the randomness of the draw of, you well, know, what you Nintendo get. Well, Nintendo patched that, patched that up. Did they? Um, and I've played like, it. I just actually... in the first few months of it to where the blue shell not necessarily will go after the first place. that They'll sometimes hit the second or third. Uh, and, oh, interesting. That's and nice. And also, I want to say that they patch it out, too, that the second person in second place can't get a blue shell. Oh, see, and that's awesome because I have not played sure. it. I've actually, I own it on the Switch. My kid got it for Christmas, I want to say. I haven't played it yet. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, but I used to play it on the Wii U all the time. So that's nice because that's one of the things I hate most about that game. I think it's extremely unfair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just blow them away so much that a blue shell won't won't put me in second. Oh, so you gotta glad learn you that. Think you gotta that learn that, that drifting and boosting, man. Once you have that down. Once you do, yeah. It's yeah, it, it and I still like years into that like years into that franchise, I still don't have it down. Yeah. Like I've got it okay. Yeah. I can get by. But I usually end up. I mean, you're in drifting ninety percent, ninety percent or more of the time you're driving in that that's game. That's crazy. Interesting to be to win like that's because that's how you charge your boost. You gotta be <laughs> drifting all the time. So um, anyway, with that, the Switch officially outselling the Wii U. You know what has not sold nearly as well as they thought it would. Battlefront Two. Yeah, and I mean, it's granted, sold well. this game still outsold. Mario Odyssey. <laughs> so it didn't sell as well as they would have liked to, but it still sold 9 million copies, and they still expect it to sell another 1 to 3 million throughout the rest of 2018. So, yes, that game didn't sell as well as they wanted it to. They wanted it to sell 10 million, and it only sold 9 million. But, you know, 
all things considered, that's still like what fifty. Five point four billion dollars, <laughs> is that right? <laughs> uh, okay. So, I'm, so if you consider when it was on sale, yeah, whatever. So, uh, thirty-six billion. Yeah. So I, I I put it on sale for forty-five dollars uh-huh. to average it all out. So thirty-six billion dollars. Thirty-six or three point six. Uh, maybe it's three point six hundred. I don't know. Uh, whatever. It's still lots and lots and lots yeah, and lots and lots of money. Yeah. Numbers. Numbers. Big <laughs> numbers. So more numbers than I have fingers. The. Uh, the kind of takeaway from that is that, yeah, it didn't sell as well as they wanted it to. Um, and they're mostly saying it's because of kind of the microtransaction kerfluffle yeah. right when it launched. Obviously, I don't think anyone doesn't think that's the problem. No. But the interesting thing is, is that EA is like, that, that you know, th- we recognize that it had to do with that microtransaction kerfuffle. And by the way, microtransactions are coming back at some point in the future. So <laughs> As they should. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, mean, there's no way that the world should have uproared as bad as it did, yeah. but I think that the game balance was far more important than the microtransaction right. problem. It, it wasn't a microtransaction problem; it was a grind issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it was a grind issue, but you could pay to unlock. Right, but yeah. that's not the that's that's really not a microtransaction problem. That's just it's modern video game. That's just bad life. design. Like you should yeah. not have to grind that long for anything. Oh yeah, when no. it's when it's not really. A grindy game. Right. Like, there's no reason to not be able to play as this character without playing for 300 hours. Like, that's just silly. Like, that's that's not a matter of wanting to spend $5 or not to me. Yeah. Um, It, uh, you know, it's real fun, though. I've played... I played through all the single player. The single player was – the story was a little stunted. Like I, that was a game that had a six-hour story that I think could have used like a 10-hour story. Like that game needed a little room to breathe. But it was really fun. Um, and, uh, you know, what I've played in the multiplayer has been very enjoyable. It's probably one of the best-looking games I've ever played. It's absolutely stunningly <laughs> gorgeous. Um, you know, like – and nine million copies isn't something to sneeze at, <laughs> you or know, cough at, or cough at. Whatever you want to do, whatever whatever body I thing you want to do. Sneeze and cough and burp and fart all at the same time. I don't want to be in the same room. And it might yeah. make me vomit. Can, I don't know. Just oh, wow. Just, just give us a heads up. I'll walk outside. We'll Thanks. come back when you're done. Uh, yeah. So, but it, it will. It's funny that they say we'll do it when we think it's ready. When they talk about bringing the yeah, uh, when the it's ready. <laughs> microtransactions. It's a good back. time to bring back microtransactions, right. right? I don't think anybody thinks it's a good time. No. But at the same time, I know they got to make whatever. Money. It's yeah. a thing. Yeah. Um, all right. So there is that. Uh, let's talk about this news about Microsoft possibly purchasing a company out there, either EA or Valve, or maybe both. Because or they've got money. Also, PUBG Core. PUBG too. Are they thinking about buying that? They are. Oh, that's right. I remember reading yeah. that. How because... awesome would that be, though? To just, I mean, obviously PUBG has the money now because they've surpassed both Overwatch and what was the other one? Overwatch and CS:GO sales for the past year. Yeah, I mean, you know, weird... surpassing <laughs> CS:GO sales is, you know, right? But I don't. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea why the article was written that way. But I read an article. It was like Overwatch and Counter Strike sales combined. PUBG broke that. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what that means, but it's not, it was a lot. Like I mean, it's, 3%. A, it's a lot of money. Just I, just PUBG surpassing Overwatch sales is a fine yeah. article. I don't know why they had to <laughs> incorporate it to say this is still less than. Yeah. It's like I uh, when that news first broke, I'm like, there's no way Microsoft could buy EA, right? And then, like, I kind of looked into it, and Microsoft currently has a market capitalization of about seven hundred and fifty billion dollars. Um, EA's is about. 35 billion. So 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They yeah. Could, Microsoft, could, small small Microsoft could pay cash for EA. And Valve only has a market cap. It's a private <laughs> company, so they don't actually have to release that information. But, like, three or four billion. So, no problem at all. But the interesting thing is, is everyone... All the news I've read about this is, oh yeah, I hope I hope Microsoft buys EA and then Mike makes all of their games. Could you imagine if Madden was console exclusive or if Anthem was console they exclusive? They would never do that. And I'm like, why would you do that when instead you could say, hey, we're gonna put Anthem on um, the PlayStation Four and every single copy that gets sold, we get a huge chunk yeah, of. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, it would be awesome. Sell and I, more games and make more money. Instead, what I would love to see is, hey, we're putting out Anthem, and because the Xbox One X is the most powerful console on the planet right now, it's going to look good, and it's going to look so much better on the Xbox mm-hmm. One X than it does the PlayStation 4, because we're going to pay to make sure that that game looks good, you know, and fine, you know, timed exclusive, whatever. I don't want to see Microsoft get in there and... You know, say stranglehold. The, yeah, the not, like I, that's I. If I there's anything, do that. No, no, I don't think I don't so either. Think so I don't either. think I don't think that would ever be their plan. But I would love to see, <laughs> love to see um, them buy EA or Valve. Like that would be absolutely incredible. Yeah. And Valve, I mean, like, geez, they probably almost share an office already. Their Valve is in Bellevue. And, oh, is it really? Yeah, oh, didn't know that. And uh, and Microsoft has offices in Bellevue, and then all you know the rest of their offices Everywhere are in else. Redmond. Yeah. So you know, like, they're they're neighbors. Um, and I mean, uh, what do you think? If what do you think? Gabe Newell can... owns fifty percent of Valve. He could sell a majority share in Valve himself. So what do you think that could possibly mean if, let's say, they buy EA? And then you've got games like, what, is Anthem one of the games? Anthem. I mean, think about it. So think about these games that, are, that have all these online multiplayer elements. Mm-hmm. What do you think Microsoft buying EA could possibly do to push further out or to further the whole discussion for console, cross-play. Uh, like crossplay? Crossplay. Um, do you think that could do any – do you think they would – well, I think it gives them more power in it, but I mean, unfortunately, the power really, really rests with, yeah. with PlayStation. I think, yeah, what I think it does more than pushing the cross-play envelope is it's like pushing the play nice envelope where they're like, yeah. we're gamer-centric because they're doing that very, yep. almost heavy-handedly these days, which is awesome because I don't care how heavy-handed it is because it's what we want because it's like, it makes gaming better for gamers and what that does is just saying, like, hey, Xbox is the better place to be. It's that, pretty obvious. That's and actually real smart. That's what turns into, okay, now crossplay is going to happen because. God, why does this have to become such a pissing match? Why can't right. they just do it? Yeah. Well, it's one person pissing. It's oh, not. <laughs> it's a one person pissing contest. It's who can piss at yourself harder in the mirror. I don't know. Like, it's. Oh, this conversation took a turn. But that's. I mean, that to me, that's what the end result could be. It's like, it's doing the right thing for the right reason. And then hopefully that in turn changes the landscape in the future. I love that. You made the right choice. Could you imagine too, what would happen if all of a sudden Microsoft buys EA and every game that's in EA, uh, all access gets dumped into games pass and every, 
every first. <laughs> well, think about this though. Well, except you said you don't play any of the games in EL right, Access, but, so is it? <laughs> okay, I, I, I left one thing out of that argument. Is like I have too many subscriptions. I don't want this many subscriptions. I don't want to subscribe to everything unless everything in life is subscription based. I then I'll just do a give one, it two weeks, man. Like I want a lunch subscription. That's what I really want. I want like Jimmy Johnson to come deliver something every day for a ten dollars a month. I, mean, I get a sandwich every day. I okay. kind of endorse Jimmy John's. They're pretty I good. I'm just saying. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's that's that. But they're delicious. Anyway, we're talking about video games. So anyway, so that's interesting news. Yeah, we heard about it this week. When do we think? Uh, do you think yeah. anybody's going to even comment publicly on no, this? God no. Come on, um, turds. You know, I. Either way, though, to me, like it, it doesn't matter which is like <laughs> the the. The PUBG stuff means nothing to me. Like, that's the least what I'd like to see them buy. Like, that's cool, I guess. That would be a cool exclusive, but whatever. But, like, buying Valve and all of a sudden having the Windows Store replaced with the Valve Store would be amazing. And uh, You know what, though? The Windows Store, I think, is set up way better than the Valve Store. I think you're the only person in the entire world who thinks that. I think they, I think they both have. Oh, yeah. They both Everyone have some, hates oh. the Windows Store. Like, Steam is with a pain. A, why? I, I don't know. Like my it's one, just not very. I don't my think one it's thing very with user Steam. Friendly. So Steam, Valve, if you're listening, please put the wish list somewhere that's not buried oh, in like my library because my wish list is not my library. Those things are different. It's every time okay? I go to their homepage, I'm like, it's here somewhere. Like, why can't I just have a wish list yeah. tab? Where is it? Where yeah. is it? It's in my library. No, those aren't ghost books in my library. Like, they're on. They're like out somewhere else. Yeah. They're in the store. Why is oh. just not in the store? All right. So, um, moving along, yeah. Overwatch update, uh, popular community topics. You, you, you take this one. So, yeah, yeah, uh, I don't understand. Me either. Um, the new play. developer update is called popular community topics. And that that's, oh. that's the things like, I mean, the things that commonly come up, like all the complaints, like, what's what's this Hanzo main shenanigans? Like, what is this really? And so, like... They're like, we, we hear all the complaints about Hanzo. We understand he's inconsistent. We're looking at changing his scatter arrow ability, which is like this the craziest ability because it just shoots a bunch of arrows out and they bounce off of everything and they randomly will kill you. And it's like, how does that even work? It's like, it's very hard to understand and it sucks when you're like playing Arisa and you have this big shield and you're this big four-legged centaur behemoth and then a random scatter arrow from Hanzo comes up, hits you under, and you just die. And it's like, it's very hard so to... one e- hit? Yeah, it's like very hard to explain because it's like there's multiple arrows and I don't know if they crit or I don't know what they do, but it's like this ability is just hard to... I think it's just hard to really see what's going on with it. And it's it's so inconsistent. Like, it'd be fine if it was consistent and you knew, like, okay, the scatter arrow does this much damage. But it seems like because there's multiple arrows, it's just really hard to track what's going on. At least that's how I see it. Sure. Um, so they're looking at how do we change that ability. And then they go on to, to talk about, I, I mean... I think the toxicity and the banning is usual, and I think we noticed we saw that uh, they've been headhunting um, YouTube clips. Like, if they find evidence of toxicity, like video evidence, they're like banning those players. Oh, like, that's it's awesome. awesome, and that's awesome. awesome. And then people like I. Again, How great would it be to have that job as somebody who sits there and just like watches YouTube all day, watches right. Overwatch videos all day, and just every single time you hear somebody be just be, just be a turd, yeah. I'm going to say how many times I can say that on the show. Like, just be a turd. They get to be like, I'm going to ban them. They find them, they ban them. How satisfying of a job must that be? And again, (laughs) this is something, don't read the comments on this, because I think it's great that they're like, people took this the wrong way. They're like, 
if someone is toxic in a thread on a forum, like people weren't grasping that they're looking at YouTube clips of people being toxic. Yeah. It's not people typing some weird, like, profane message in a message board. It's like, no, they're looking at players being in, a-holes yeah. online, like verbally to other players, and they're removing those players. It's not, they're not like being the thought police on on social media. Like, right. they said social media because YouTube is, in fact, social media. Yeah. And there's videos on Twitter, there's videos on YouTube, there's videos on Facebook. Videos are everywhere now. That's what they're looking at. They're not looking at the words someone writes uh, on a tweet. Like, that's not so those things need to be separated. And it yeah. was like it was frustrating to read that. Because- we were Dylan and I were kind of like taking this to its logical conclusion, though, where because we talk about toxicity in Overwatch a lot. Dylan and I actually talk about Overwatch a lot, which is really weird because I don't play it at all. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, like the next step in in fixing this toxicity problem to me, and and we talked about it, is that AI is getting to the point where you can literally, you know, transcribe stuff happening in near real time. Um, And so it makes sense to me that, you know, like the next step of this is we, you know, they go out and they hook into Twitch streams. They hook into mixer streams of people playing Overwatch and just are transcribing what they're saying. And if we, you know, hear certain phrases or we hear certain stuff that gets flagged for review and those people get nuked, we start searching for YouTube videos. And, you know, now it's to the point where we don't need people to report it. We don't need... You know, com- you know these people we hire to go out and look for it. It literally reports itself, and we can clean up our community way faster because we can search hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of streams a day. But are people that oh like live streams yeah. on YouTube? Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't even think of that. I'm but, like, why but they're saying? I mean, get- they're saying archive streams. People are archiving them being awful on YouTube. Yeah, I'm like, why would you yeah. save that? I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, That's maybe what they're you searching kill, right maybe now. Maybe you got something. Maybe you made a badass. Maybe I mean, there, the thing is, the sad thing is that there is a market for that. Some people like watching those streamers oh, yeah. that just rip on people and just troll so hard. Yep. So it's like there's an audience for that. And that's fine. Like, in a way, that's fine. Like... Because that is comical to some way, but when right. it affects the other players, that's why it's a problem. It's not because you're entertaining this crowd yeah. by doing a horrible thing. It's like there's other people on the receiving end of that, and that's yeah. just not. That's not. I just wonder how long it'll be game. before a streamer can push a button that says, "Hey, I'm being mobbed. Hey, I'm being trolled. Hey, there's abusive people in my chat." Come, Boom, you pops know, in. an AI pops in and says, "Yep, yep, yep," and just goes, "Bam, bam, bam,", bam. Right. throws them out. Now, how but. fun would it be though? Because you did point out the entertainment value. Of that type of stuff, if that's your shtick. Right. How fun would it be? Like, how many, okay, how many people are on a team in Overwatch? Six on six. Okay, so you come up with six people, and once a week, you put on a two-hour show where you're just... The dead. worst. You're just the like worst Like that restaurant thing. in California that just yeah, gives you terrible service. Yeah, where they just treat service. you like crap. Yeah. Yeah. You and can that, go there for oh, that. Like, that I, would I would love amazing. to be the person. Like, I would love to be that just terrible person for you to be entertained by, but I'm not going to do that to other people. No. That's the thing. I could be like, for that. But, like, I think that's, yeah. a, I think that's smart. We should do that. Yeah. Make some money. Oh, but my I, God. I think I had, we had this other interesting idea that I pitched to Cliff where, what if... I'm just going to call him the Black Watch for now because it's all Overwatchy, right? <laughs> but... What if Overwatch comes out and tells us, hey, we're going to be in the games with you guys, and if you suck, we're just going to ban you. If you suck? If you're, like, if if you're, you're an evil, terrible oh, person, okay. we're just like, going to ban I'm you. I'm sure I would suck terribly. We're there. <laughs> okay. Like, whether they're lying or telling the truth or not, would people stop? Just, all they'd have to do is ban people occasionally and say, oh, yeah, we were in that game. Right. And you'd always, I mean, the thing is, is that's the reality when you think about it, like, 
part of the reason people don't speed is because there's the chance, you know, yeah. there's there's a tiny chance. I mean, how many you can how speed many, how many, 90% of the time you'll never get caught. Yeah. But you know, I mean, that's the reality is is that I you know, how often do you actually see a cop? Very, very rarely. rarely. How many see, people maybe get, once a day because I'm constantly maybe. going down the freeway. You're talking about like, the guy who got three tickets literally in a year. Yeah. Slow down, Adam. I wasn't driving like a crazy person. Stop driving drunk. You never, they never are. <laughs> Adam does not drive drunk. I do not drive drunk. Uh, um, but you know what I mean? Like, that's why that system works. It's because there's the threat that you can right. pass a cop at any time. And if there was a threat that at any time you could be playing with a community watch person who's going to, you know, nail you because you're being abusive, it doesn't take, you don't have to have a lot of them. You know, if you had enough no, that they were playing in that 1% of games or some half sort a percent of, effect. of games. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. And it like doesn't even have to be real. Like yep. just if a video popped up before you played, like a little pre-roll ad before you played Overwatch, and it's like, hey, we're in here with you. Yeah, we're gonna ban you. No one wants to be banned from a game. That's not. Mm-hmm. Why would you want that? No one wants that. Some people want to troll, but do you want to get banned? If you want to troll and get that. banned, fine, you're banned. Now go troll another game, and eventually you're gonna have no games, yep. and that's fine. But um, that's interesting. Um, but the the last uh, uh, Mercy gets nerfed again. Um, people are very upset. They're like, "I'm gonna uninstall because they keep <laughs> screwing with my Mercy." But the it, she is the most played character by far. More people play Mercy than any other character in every game. It's, it's because she's powerful, and it's like in reality, you would think that every character would get equal play if everything was perfect, right? Yeah. How can she be the most? Because she's literally in every game. There's 24 characters or so, oh, and gotcha. she's in every single game. Not not literally, but like more often than any other character, she will be in a game. Sometimes one on each team. Gotcha. So, and that does present a problem. Like that should, if a character isn't played at all, or if a character is always played, that means something is not perfect with that character, right? right. I mean, so some characters are going to be played a little bit more than others, and they have more specialized skills. But she's played more than anything else, so it's like there's a reason for that, and it's because rezzing is very powerful ability. Uh, we don't need to talk about this too much more, but that's kind of what he says in this: is like she's played more than anyone else. Junkrat's another one who just got a little bit of a nerf to his concussion mind. It used to just do uh, however much damage in its area of effect. And now there's some damage fall off, for example. Sure. So it's it's not that. They took that ability away from it. They, now you have to just be a little more accurate with it because it doesn't just do 200 damage in its area of effect. It falls off from the, the, the where the blast happens. So gotcha. little tweaks like that, and it's like um, – so now I think they changed the cooldown on the res. It's a little bit slower or whatever. Or no, it's they changed the ult, so now she can't res two at a time. It's just it decreases the cooldown. Sure. So just kind of – Reeling back, and I think I mean I think that is important because rezzing is it's powerful to have a numbers advantage like that. So for sure. Uh, but the last uh, topic that I really enjoyed his conversation because it it highlighted very much what I think Cliff and I talk about a lot with Overwatch and the characters that you want to play, but the characters that maybe you shouldn't play this game. And um, it, he kind of said what I've been kind of figuring out in my head, and he said. I mean, they take a lot of pride in, in making these characters, right? And so if they make a character that is designed for a specific reason to do something really well, and that means that they are a very defensive character or something, and they have this really cool kit that does something really cool, why should they have to change that character? Because it doesn't play well somewhere else. 
it's like not every character is perfect for every situation. And that's that's kind of what's cool about the game is there's this really cool character like Symmetra who has these turrets and a teleporter. And it's like she's not going to maybe be the best siege artist. And that's not Blizzard's fault. That's not Overwatch's fault for having this highly defensive character that just doesn't work as a breacher. Like that's not what she does. So why should they change that character? Counterpoint? Then she should not be available in that level. No, but she plays on defense on that level. That's like, fine. Then she shouldn't be available on offense. No, I, I don't think that's not. That's <laughs> we have this conversation constantly. Yeah, but I've never played Overwatch, so I'm like, I have no idea what you yeah, guys are but talking that, about. That, <laughs> that, but that's still the player's choice. It's like it's not about who is available or not. It's like don't it, you can't blame them for having someone that does something really like they designed this character to do this thing. See, and, and, and if if you want to throw that against a wall that it's just not going to break through, that's your fault, and you're not helping your team though. To me, like the argument is. We made this. We made this character so she works really great for these things, and then we made her available everywhere. And man, people are pissed about it. Like, it's super easy to solve. We made this character that is super made for this thing. Don't make her available everywhere else. But that's putting responsibility on Overwatch and not the players. Yeah, which is fine. Players, because if over- you're gonna play ranked competitive play, you shouldn't be playing to be your worst. I think the like, thing you is, you should is- learn the game and. And excel at then don't make the her team. then don't make her available in non-competitive so players learn where she's available she should be used and she yeah. wouldn't and then if when you get to competitive you're good enough with that character to make that weird meta play great but you should still be allowed to try but the thing is that blocks the fact that you can do these weird strategies yeah. like pirate ship that all of a sudden people started playing Bastion and Arissa two very defensive characters on attack because they have a moving payload they can put Bastion on it yeah. they can put a shield so now we can play Bastion on that level but not this level on attack. And let's see, you you but should it, not be selecting. I guess the thing is, is then it doesn't. That's, then you don't have people. It, it solves so much of your toxicity problem. I, that's people are the toxicity problem. That's what it's I'm saying. Not, people are the toxicity not, problem, and it's caused by meta choices that Blizzard has made. Anyways, we do this about that's, we do this about two hours a week. We'll just live stream it's it there. Literally, from now player, on. it's player choice, one hundred percent. There is nothing that is Overwatch's fault. I think it's this. the only thing that Dylan and I disagree on. If someone wants. To play a game at a high level and people just want to play their one character that's just not helping, like, to me, that's that player's problem. I can't help that player help my team. You know what? who can help that, though? Blizzard. No, because... Oh, my God. All right, we'll stop now. Well, do you honestly think that they should just say you can't play that character on this level? Obviously. (laughs) Like, that seems so bizarre to me. Like, I would never stop someone from playing, but I want to encourage them to make the right choice. And that's what he's saying in his video. Encourage you to be a more varied player. Expand. Learn the other characters so you can be better at the game. I'm not going to gate Expand. Learn the other characters. Don't play that one. Well, because he's not good at it. Like, but he's still it doesn't matter. Don't worry. I played against a Widowmaker who got sixty eliminations and just <laughs> and they lost. They lost a competitive match by a lot because they tried to play something that was highly specialized. It just didn't work in their situation. And it's like, I that's not. They shouldn't be gated from doing that. They could have done something with that, but they did. They didn't. Like, you can play any character in any situation. You shouldn't be gated from doing that. It's saying, learn the game, be better at it. Come up with new strategies. If you want to play that character and come up with a cool new strategy and that shifts the meta, that's what you want. You want people to make those weird choices that shift the meta. That's what's cool about these games. It's not saying you can't play this character. It's saying, if you want to and you can change the game, do it. But, man, you have five other players that 
might want to do something else. So you're what you say shouldn't. I mean, majority rules. Yeah, kinda. okay, I agree with that. Like, I, I if can, five players want to do this strategy and you don't, you're kind of the you're kind of the <laughs> odd man out there. I don't know, I don't know so that's mean. why I don't I don't see that side of the argument where you just ban those characters. Counterpoint: Dylan's wrong. Anyway. Oh Fortnite? my goodness! No, not yet. So, oh PUBG. Yeah. So, Dylan, what would you like to take this one? PUBG hey, vehicles got nerfed on Xbox because they're too powerful. They're really dumb. Well, yeah, <laughs> these people <laughs> suck on shooting on a controller, so they had to nerf the damage vehicles do and made them less um, damaging. Uh, <laughs> Basically, have less yeah, health. Yeah. yeah. So they essentially, now, now your strategy is just to blow up the vehicle, which it, is it's the stupidest thing. I've ever. heard that they're actually thinking about nerfing them again um, because they're still. I have not played enough end game Xbox to know, but uh, Dustin Legary from IGN was saying today that like top ten on uh, most PUBG Xbox matches, five of those people have vehicles. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. No. Like I've, that's how the I, strategy I is literally just to drive around. I haven't played on Xbox a lot, but that was literally how it was. It was just a bunch of people driving around in Uazes, and I was like, "Well, this is stupid. Uh-huh. Like, it's just it's weird. Like, that's not how the, that's not what this game is at all. <laughs> no. Yeah, and so I've st- I've need to get back on there and play it. I just had a hard time aiming, which I guess I didn't realize how hard that would be yeah. coming back from because yeah. I always preferred playing games. Uh, including like first person shooters or whatever, like on my PS4, yeah. because that's where I learned how to play them. So, so I just yeah, got I used to it. I definitely prefer control. I understand why mouse and keyboard is master race better. Yeah, like, I, totally I just don't get like it. I don't like it. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not. It doesn't feel good. No. Like no. a mouse and keyboard is not ergonomic. It does not feel good to play. It is not really intuitive either. Yeah. Like moving your arrow around a screen and clicking is not really like moving joysticks I just think it's so funny body. though because like when I first I started when I went from like old school mouse and keyboard over <laughs> to controller I was like my controller like I wish I wish I had a video of me playing Halo for the first time in like 2001 because it was literally like me shooting the ceiling me shooting the floor me shooting the ceiling me shooting the floor <laughs> it yeah. just it was so hard but now it's how I want to play every game yeah. like I know that makes me an awful PC user but Man. No, but like I mean, especially with the advances in controllers. Like yeah. the, we had the Xbox Elite controller, which just feels so good, mm-hmm. and it it feels good to play, and it like it it feels good in your hands. It's responsive. You're not locked into this position. Yeah, with your mouse and keyboard. Like I wish you could just get everyone to play with a controller, so it'd be fair. <laughs> like, I understand why I lose to you. Like I tried to play Fortnite with a controller on my PC just to try it out. Because I could just go play it on my Xbox with other people that play controllers, but I didn't want to um, for whatever reason. And yeah, I was just getting smoked. Like there was no no you can't no do chance, it. Yeah, but, um, it felt better. Like it's a controller. It's nice. So now also, so you play both PC and Xbox or just PC? Uh, yes, I've played. Okay, all the so games. Uh, evidently the the rollout uh, for the patch on PC is adding more buildings and cover across the Miramar map. Yes. Okay. And I think that was one of the big problems with this map is it's so open. It's a desert, right? Yeah. And it just stunk in those firefights where you're gonna get caught. And this is not not fun. It's like we understand the map's the same for everybody, so it's not it's not like your disadvantage. It just makes it not fun when you're just caught in this open desert. So right. I think they're just adding more stuff, more texture to the environment. So it's like you have something to hide behind, um, whether that's a rock or a crate or whatever, and um, just stuff like that. And I think that's smart. Um, 
like I love the the city parts of that map because it is more dense. It's like you got this dense urban spot, and then you have these desert sprawls, and it just I think there needs to be safer passage between the different environments, the different urban cities or towns or whatever they are. Um, and I, that sounds like what they're doing. I haven't got to. I don't know if that has that patch. Uh, I think it was all I think it's already been rolled out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I haven't Um, played it enough to notice probably at all. I don't think I've played that map enough. I played right. it a bit, but I don't even know if I played that enough to, yeah, when to I, notice. The week or two that I logged back in to play it, that was yeah. literally the only map I got. I noticed so. when they added some trees on the other map, I was like, this place didn't have trees before. There's a lot of trees here. <laughs> like, it's real weird, like, because the map is always the same. So when so all of a sudden you're walking through, I'm like, have these crates always been here? It's like, this is weird. That's awesome. I kind of like that, that the map can kind of change a little bit here and there. Though. Yeah, it keeps kinda... it fresh without having to put in a whole new map. Yeah. Um, also, anti-cheat measures, they're still being tested on PC. A solution is currently in a test phase, so... Evidently, I'm still curious what things. they do. That I'm, happens. These cheaters suck. Um, oh, and an interesting <laughs> milestone. Uh, PUBG on the Xbox recently hit a player count of 4 million. Dang. Four million. You know what's crazy, though? That's sea awesome. of Thieves pounded that this weekend. Really? Sea of Thieves in closed beta pounded every other game out this weekend. Just destroyed them. So. Well, crap. Right? <laughs> Um, and last bit of news, Fortnite gets a mode right now. It's a timed timed kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's an event. Yeah, it's an event. Um, Sorry, an event. I My guess. Bad. That's what the, an we're, event. we're calling it these days, our events. Er-dently. Like a holiday event or a, uh, this event or that event. Sniper shootout yep. where basically they replace most of the game. The Everything guns. snipers and revolvers. Snipers and revolvers, yeah. Yep. So, which apparently this is like really fun. The problem is they only did this for squads. Oh, really? Yeah. You can't do single sniper shootout, which seems like that would make that the would most sense. That would be the sense. one. Yeah. Like, now I don't want to play it. Yeah. like That's kind of what I've been turned off because I haven't really played. I've only ever played duos with Fortnite. I want to play squads, but we just haven't it's kind, fun of, in squads. kind of transferred everyone over to play that yet. Yeah. Um, we should get together. It's good. But uh, it seems like it's really fun. And it, I think the snipers, because it's not so much like, I mean, shotguns and assault rifles are what the majority of the kills come from, I think, yeah, in this yeah. game is those early shotgun kills. And, like, this, I think, gives players maybe more opportunity. Um, if you're not the best, most dominant Fortnite player that might still be learning the game um, just because it's... Obviously, the fights are going to be a little more longer range and a little more hectic when you have bolt-action sniper rifles. When you accidentally sneak up on someone, you're like, oh, I got this one-shot reload sniper <laughs> rifle. Oh, I guess I have four of them. So I'll swap between them, and then I have to reload all four of them. Oh, you, is that how it works? Yeah. Oh, I mean, really? Interesting. So, so you have a bunch of sniper rifles? Yeah, well, you can still hold as many items as you can normally, oh. except there's only sniper rifles and a revolver. So I assume people pick up a bunch of sniper rifles and a single revolver. So... That's amazing. Um, <laughs> that I love seems, that idea. Seems pretty fun. So, I'm and they to... added the chug jug recently too. I think, which is pretty cool. Please tell me what a chug jug it is. Takes 15 seconds to to swig the chug jug, or I guess chug it. Um, unlike the As slurp juice, which you can drink very quickly yeah, yeah. and heals over time, the chug jug gives you full health and full shields no matter what. But it takes, but it takes 15. 15 seconds, which is a long time. Interesting. So you got to really hide it, camp out, and chug that chug jug. I've got a couple of them. It's, it's cool. That's it's, cool. It's so funny that you have this big thing, and you're just, like, chugging it for so long. It's it's comical, kind of. That's like, awesome. I like the quirks they have to yeah, that game. Same. Um, it, it's neat. I'm still figuring it out. But I got yeah. second, finally. Nice. Oh, nice. 
but the guy had high ground with the rocket, and I, mm. that's just kind of no, that's, that's nothing kind of you can do about that. Like it's whatever. But. All right. Well, there is all your news that is news that was news this week. All the news that's fit to talk about. Well, I don't know about that. Probably not. <laughs> fit to argue about, debate about. There you go. There it is. All right. Time for some questions. We got one from Mansock, Super Hyper Mighty Weapon Man, and Colby, He's evolving and quickly and. Hey, yo, Vinny. Yes. Where you at? Thank you for... What's cooking? <laughs> hey, yo. It is, it's dinner some... time, man. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm starving, yeah. Hey, yo. I've been See, eating I would pizza. stop arguing. Stop. Maybe we get what? out of here. Yeah. Y'all crazy. Time enough. You're crazy. Um, <laughs> all right, Vinny wants to know, in order to get back to your... Okay. Take two. Vinny wants to know, in order to get back to your respective worlds, you and one video game character of your choosing are going on a mission in another video game character's world of your choosing. What will you two be doing in this new world? What will each of you bring to the table for this mission? Will you guys make it back to your world? So to make that make a little bit more sense, you and Master Chief are in Gears of Warland. Okay. How what how do you do you yeah, make it so back? So what would what would be what would be a fun combination of those two? So me and Kratos, of course, yeah, are in Duke Nukem Land. No, we're not in Duke Nukem <laughs> oh. Land. Oh, are you kidding me? No, we're in Ori in the Blind Forest Land. Um, Interesting. Yes, I think that uh, that's where we are. Kratos, uh, Kratos is what does he have? A giant axe? Uh, no, he he's got the he's the got the blades. The, the, the blades. blades yes, yes. those would make quick work of those stupid yeah, little that's brutal, uh, man. Those little spider-looking little things? Little spa- spider things, yeah. yeah like. F them. Um, so what will or we... Or it'd be way easier. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> What will we be doing in this new world? Well, I'll tell you what we'll be doing. We'll be killing things. Brutally. Killing a lot of things. Yeah. And yeah, and then we'll get to the quick time event where where Kratos, where you have to mash a button and Kratos <laughs> rips, rips the, the head open. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. And then so or you get to the sex quick take time the event. Take one Cyclops eye. <laughs> then there's that one. Are you doing it with the giant poofy fat guy? No, in in God of War there is there yeah, is No, I mean yeah. in Ori. But you're in Ori land. You're not in God of uh, War. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know where what I don't I don't You're think the participants on that. <laughs> no, no. Um, so, yeah, what will each of us bring to the table for this mission? Well, Kratos, brute strength. What my, do you bring to this mission, Adam? My rapier wit. Oh. And charming good looks. Oh. Yeah. And the beard I can grow. The beard you can grow. Um, it's, and, it's beard it's on beautiful. my face. And are we going to make it back? Yes. Most, uh, yeah, I think I think Kratos would definitely uh, Kratos pull made you through it off the, the forest. Back of Titans, so <laughs> yeah. I'm not too concerned on any mission with Kratos. Kratos killed a god or five. Yeah, yeah. all of them. He's I think pretty, I'm pretty sure he's good. Mass murderer. Either of you two, who are you going to team up with and Oof. do what with where? For That's what? a tough game. That's a tough question. Um, who would make a game more fun? Um, do you me. Have any? Yeah. Me, I would. I'm going to team up with Dylan. And okay. Are you in a video game, Dylan? Yeah. What game are you in? All of them. <laughs> so Dylan's in all the video games. Which game are we going to play in? That one. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna bring. You guys should be in Gang Beasts. Oh, I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna bring my Rocket League car to FIFA. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> what my Rocket League car will bring is significant speed <laughs> and the ability to run over opposing players. 
Like you, you know, you see, you've seen soccer. Will like you make you know, it out of the FIFA game alive. Yeah, there's. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It, it, <laughs> Nobody else will. I know. I don't think. I don't think. Uh, I don't think that we're going to call that flopping as much as like um, manslaughter, hit and run. I. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got mine. Okay, but have you seen the the Rocket League commercial and and the at the kids little kids soccer game? Oh, I think I have. Yeah. Where the kids are playing soccer and one of them makes a shot on goal and this just big muscle car comes and just blocks yeah, the goal. Yeah, yeah, I pop yeah, every yeah. time for that. I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> and it plays during WWE all the time because Rocket League's a sponsor. So like I see it and I just laugh every time. I think it's great. Um I want to bring one of the twisted metal cars to Rocket League. Oh. <laughs> and I'm just gonna just That would be amazing. Oh, it's gonna be so good. I like it. I like it a lot. Launch missiles and just... I don't understand why they haven't... Everything. I mean, maybe not with, with uh, Twisted Metal rocket cars, but I, I kind of wonder why Twisted Metal cars haven't made it into into Rocket League yet. Those are yeah. those are some cool cars. That would be fun. Is Gravedigger in there yet? No, I really, 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 really want mon- a monster truck mode of Rocket League, though. Yeah, like, I just think that'd be a perfect Make the fit. arenas a little bit bigger or make the monster truck smaller. I don't know what the right... I don't know what the right thing for that is, but I would love to play that. Big, bouncy tires. That could be a lot of fun. Will you make it back to your world? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Vinny, for that interesting um, scenario, if you will. Um, all right, up next, Colby, what game would you love and read an expanded universe of, like Mass Effect? Um, I've honestly never read any expanded universe stuff of anything ever. Really? Ever. I'm pretty basic. I don't read a lot of it. Um, I've not read the Mass Effect books, although I hear they're terrific. I've also heard the Halo books are terrific. Um, I think I'm a big fantasy nerd. I think I would really enjoy like um, Warcraft. uh, Are there Warcraft books? You know, there might be. I don't know. Um, I think a lot of the Blizzard properties would be really good. Like I would love, I mean, the Overwatch comics are terrific. Um, I think like Diablo as kind of a horror gothic game could have some very good um, books set around them. Um, You know, I'm not, I don't know if if there's any books of it, but I know that with the new Castlevania anime that popped up on Netflix this past year, that was, it was really, really good. Yeah, really I really good. I enjoyed that. I only watched the first episode. Uh, the, uh, there's the only four eight, episode. Yeah, yeah. The next eight launch soon. The I next believe eight episodes of Castlevania. Oh, yeah, I'm like, what is the next eight? Yeah, <laughs> is that like since eight's just not as good spinoff? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, the The Witcher is actually based off a series of books. I've mm-hmm. not read them, but I've heard that they're quite good as well. So that and Netflix uh, is in talks to bring that. Yes, I is think it Netflix. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, I believe that's already been greenlit. I yeah, believe. Yeah. Um, what other games would have a cool, cool expanded universe? It'd be nice if Destiny would do it. Just <laughs> that way, we have something to go with, right? Garbage. It's not story. expanded universe. It's just universe. I, you know, and that's what I always thought about Destiny. Is I really would like to read a book of that because there's so many. There are so many characters and there's so many cool things in that universe that I have the hardest time keeping track of. Right. You know, who is the traveler and why there's does he matter? Obviously, and who's, story there? You yeah. see the story everywhere. Yeah. But what is it? Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't, it's not there. It's like you can see it, but you actually don't know what's going on. Yeah. Like it's garbage. <laughs> the story's garbage. Yeah. Uh, any games or um, anything for you? Oh. oh. I think it'd be geez, interesting to yeah. kind of like, like all the crazy characters. Like, I want their stories. Like, I want to see what's going on. Like, that seems cool. For a very short while when I was playing Fallout 4, I was actually writing uh, blog posts as as my character. 
and like talking about the story of what I did because there's so many. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I didn't do many of them, like maybe eight or ten, but uh, it was a cool idea of like there's so many just weird little emergent stories in there and how they would affect your character. And so I wrote like blog posts as if I was like keeping a diary of what I did in game. It was fun. All right. Well, thank you uh, for that. Well, question there, Colby. Yeah, it's good. Um, super hyper mighty weapon man. Poof. I think he adds different. Oh yeah, he's every evolving. week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, congrats on completing the first level of last week's VR game. This week's level is this: you're all back in your bodies, but you wake up in a world in the world of the Lord <laughs> of the Rings. You have to fend off a group of orcs with the first thing you see in front of your desk. Can you defeat the orcs with my ring pop? Yes, I can. One ring to rule them all. I, <laughs> thank you it's for going so there. I really appreciate that. I think you that. just give them the ring and they walk away. Because they, they're orcs and they're dumb and they don't actually know what they're looking nah. for. They just know it's a ring. I actually just... <laughs> are you still reading the Lord of the Rings yeah. books? Yeah. Dylan and I are actually both reading Lord of the Rings right now. <laughs> that is isn't. And you're still playing video games and you have a kid and a wife and you've got a wife I'm and actually, you're sick. I am actually reading the Lord of the Rings books to my kid. I can't wait till you get to the parts where it's all in el- Elven or whatever. Oh, God. Or whatever they say. They're not. They're not good. Um, I have a paperclip in front of me and a cell phone and a laptop. Yeah, I don't know really um, what I'm supposed to do here. My, I have my tablet. Yeah, my, my desk. <laughs> you you know, that's a pretty good water bottle. It's yeah. got like a handle and it's made of aluminum. You might be able to take out an orc Bop or two with that. You've got a switch right there. You really throw us into a, a bad... Snafu here. Yeah, it's, at, it's not even good. at my my desk here in the office, I don't really have um, a lot of big defensive or offensive weapons. I could throw. I got throw the Charlie Brown Christmas tree that's still up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna use our our office mate Erica as yeah. <laughs> something. We'll we'll Just feed her shoot her from a catapult at an arc. At an orc. Yeah. Um, that's an option. I got a new potted plant today in my office, so I could yeah. I could throw a pot. It would be kind of comical where I like break a potted plant over an orc's head. Um, <laughs> I'll be honest. I think orcs, like you and your one ring, you could oh, like yeah, put it won. on, turn invisible, and run away. Um, Dylan and I are going to be eaten by orcs. Yep. 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 Bummer. I live. Yay. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Um, all right. So now that I'm out alive and they're dead, Mansox wants to know what my favorite flavor of ice cream is. Uh, Mansox wants to know what is your favorite flavor of ice cream and follow up favorite milkshake flavor. Man. Uh, my favorite ice cream is mint. Uh, mint and chip specifically, okay. um, and that's probably actually my favorite shake flavor too. That's I used to, shake, yeah. I used to live in uh, Park yeah, City, and so. uh, <laughs> they had a place there called Jake's Over the Top Shakes, and they were oh, delicious. And uh, Farm? yes, he worked out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, they uh, were delicious and huge and cheap, and it was like the only place in Park City open after about six thirty at night. And so very often we would say, "Hey, you want to go get shakes?" My brother lived with me, mm. and. Uh, and the answer is always yes. And the answer is right. always yes. So, and they had great mint chip shakes. So now does ice cream, does that also include things like gelato or sorbet sure, or anything yeah. like that? Okay. So there is oh, – I cannot remember it now. Uh, there's a gelato, Talenti gelato that yeah. you can get in the stores. Sure. Uh, the chocolate fudge. Hmm. I, I'm not going to lie when I say that at one point for probably a solid three to six months, I ate a pint of that. Probably every night. Damn. That's, that's a good month. That's awesome. It was so good. Yeah, I mean, I also packed on like 35, 40 pounds. Whatever. It was worth it. Eh, was it, though? Totally worth um, it. But that would probably be my favorite ice cream. See, and I was going to say, I'm like... I'm just a basic chocolate guy. And I'm like the exact opposite is... 
I like every single type of ice cream except chocolate. Mm. Yeah, mm. chocolate is my least favorite ice cream. I think mm. I love just about all ice cream. I've eaten a lot of ice cream in my life. I used to eat it every single night, basically. Um, I got that from my dad, who did the same thing when he was younger. Um, and man, it's hard to pick one. Yeah. Uh, double fudge brownie's great. Oh, yes. um, but I really, fish food is good too. I mm. love chubby hubby. Me. Um, Chocolate covered peanut butter filled pretzels. Ooh. And ice, oh, it's so good. I'm thinking of Chunky, Chunky Monkey. Monkey. Yeah, not well, the same thing. Chunky yeah. Monkey, blah, Chubby uh, Hubby. Chubby yeah. Hubby's great. Um, and as for milkshake, I'm kind of a classic like milkshake guy. Like I like just vanilla or chocolate milkshake. Yeah. I like a chocolate um, malt. Malt. But uh, mm. also Oreo is a classic milkshake or cookie dough. I love or, cookie dough. Well, do, do, do blizzards count? Yeah. Oh, oh, the yeah. Heath Bar Crunch Blizzard. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. I like a that's so cookie good. dough and brownie bits in mm-hmm. my Blizzard. That's good. I, uh, I'm i a bit, like for ice cream, I really like vanilla ice cream with caramel and something else in yeah. it. It's kind of how I go. Um, and at Cold Stone, I really like birthday cake remix. Remix! <laughs> that's good. Um, and wiggity, wiggity, whack on the ones and twos. Exactly. All right. And when I was in Italy two years ago, I had the best pistachio gelato I've ever I'm sure you even did. been imagined ever. It was or delicious. It. It Shout was, out to Green Tea Ice Cream. Blah, um, matcha, I do not like green matcha ice cream at all. Oh, matcha's great. No, nope. love that stuff. It's um, like ice cream covered in Play-Doh. Also, uh, uh, Ben and Jerry's Caramel Sutra. Oh, yeah. I love those core flavors, the, the, the core line of Ben and Jerry's where they just have a blob of something in the middle mm. that's a core, and it's just a big core of caramel. Honestly, I just like ice cream. Ice cream's great. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. Frozen yogurt's great. I've never, mm, never good. Really, shake's great. Uh, never really sad okay. when I'm eating ice cream. We're going to talk about this for way too long. Yeah. Because I'm now, Moving really, on. now I need to go get some. All right, let's wrap it up real quick with some cheap free games. If you've been following us on Facebook or Twitter or everywhere, uh, there's this new Humble Bundle out. It's the Humble Rockstar Bundle. Yeah. Amazing. It's pretty good. It's, it's pretty good. It's literally pretty much every game Rockstar's made that isn't Grand, um, Theft, Auto Grand Theft Auto 5 or um, Red Dead Redemption, which never came out on PC. Uh, but I, yeah, it's literally GTA 3, 4, Vice City, the Liberty City, City Stories, uh, Manhunt, Bully, LA Bully. Max Payne 1 and 2, Manhunt, and 3, and 3. And three. Yeah, it's literally every Rockstar game but Grand Theft Auto V or Red Dead. I highly recommend you go to bitemepodcast.com slash humble, and we will link you over to that. And if you do, will you uh, – unfortunately, on this one, we actually won't get a cut. Um, for some reason, they didn't give us one. But there is the Humble Bundle there that you can do. This month is still Civ Six. You have a couple days to get uh, Civ Six. It's two DLCs and Owlboy and, uh, for, $12. for $12, which is – Civ Six abs- is still $60 on Steam yeah. right now. It's crazy. So that's a great deal, and that will actually get us 10 bucks. Someone nice. already did that, and I would like to say thank you to whoever you are. Thank you. So that's all going to go back into making this podcast better. Absolutely. So if you buy a game, if you buy a game, Lord if you're thinking about it. buying a game on we Steam, <laughs> yeah. If you're thinking about buying a game on Steam, go to one of those links on our page first, and then go buy it on Humble. They'll give you a Steam key. <laughs> nice. Um, all right, and then to wrap it up, PlayStation Plus games for the month of February have been announced. Woo! Yay! And I'm so glad that I'm saving what twenty bucks? Yeah, thirty bucks because I was going to buy it on Switch. It's good. Uh, uh, it's terrible on the Switch. Don't don't buy it on the Switch. Has it been reviewed already on the Switch? Yeah. Rhyme? Yeah. Yeah, it's garbage. Did it come out already? Real bad. Yeah, about two months ago. Oh. And it's it's incredibly broken. Okay. So do not buy Rhyme <laughs> on the Switch. Get it for free in PlayStation Plus. Yes. So we've got Rhyme and Knack, not Knack 2. No. Ah. Yeah. I 
I hear they're, but I mean, I heard it's all right. I've heard Knack is okay. It's a solid, not bad. It was, it was kind of <laughs> built. Like if you've ever played any of those like early games that only really exist to kind of show you what your new fancy console can do, this is that's it. Knack. Yeah. Um, I hear it's it's okay, but Rhyme. I loved it. It got kind of I don't know. The reviews for it, it were very okay middle of the road, seventies, seventy fives. But I adored that game. It's about let's say six hours long, maybe. Yeah. Um, the ending is beautiful, and I won't say anything more about it. But the game is fun. The puzzles are fun. It's got a little fox friend that barks at you and falls around. It's just gorgeous. Absolutely nice. beautiful. Uh, so there is that. Uh, there is also Spelunker HD and Mugen, Mugen Soul Z, uh, if you're still rocking the PS3. Uh, what else do we have here? Because there is another Exile, Ex- Exile's End is a Metroidvania-style 2D sci-fi platformer, uh, and that is going to be on the Vita, which, hey, I've got the Vita, <laughs> which I need to maybe charge it and play it. Um, and then also Grand Kingdom. It's a tactical RPG. Uh, it's uh, cross-play between the Vita and PS4. So some good stuff. Oh, and actually there's a, a PS4 game this month too. Uh, I'm sorry, PSVR, PSVR game. Yeah, Starblood Arena. Yeah, I was looking at that. It looks interesting, and it doesn't look like it would make me very, like, pukey. I'm a big fan of games that don't make me pukey. <laughs> I don't like puking ever. Apparently, The Vanishing of Ethan Carter in VR is a game that will make you pukey, so don't play it. Well, yeah, there. It's a wa- you walk around a lot. Yeah. Is it first person walking? It is, and yeah. apparently it's real bad, like implemented mm-hmm. poorly. So, um, well, yeah. So there is that. The uh, PlayStation Plus games are going to be available on Tuesday, February sixth. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, Tuesday, February sixth. Yeah? So yeah, you still got a couple days to grab uh, January's games if you haven't grabbed them. Oh, I need to. Yeah, I need. Oh, yeah, I need to. Yeah. The I literally... Xbox games. If you didn't grab them today, you're screwed. Which ones? Um, shoot. Do you have Zombie. to grab them? Yes. Okay, because see, I have a hard time trying to figure out how to work that whole system. It's like I have to start the download and it adds it to my library that way, but then I can stop the download and it stays in my library. Yes. Yeah. Is that how you do it? Yep. Yeah, you just have to. You essentially so just annoying. have to buy. It. It's the you exact could... same from the PlayStation yeah. Store. You just have to. I mean, you can do it from your PC too. It's pretty easy just to. Sign oh yeah, I just get it from my. Store. I just do it from the PC. I usually PC. do it from on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna have to show me that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's how I usually do it because yeah, it, it's easy. It is easier to do on the PC than it is. Yeah. On so the just Xbox. go to just go that. to um, majornelson.com and he always um, lists what they are, and then you can just click on them from there and just add them to a cart. Um, you do have to do them one at a time on the PC, but you just do it and check out and. Then, okay. And if you have, like, the Xbox, you can set it to automatically download games that you buy, um, yeah. and it'll automatically Don't down those ones, um, but yeah. you can turn that off on your Xbox, too. Okay. Good so. to know. Um, all right. That's that. There's all your free, cheap games and all your news and all the everything else. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it, yeah. For this week. Yeah. Until next time. Until next time. Uh, find us online at bitemepodcast.com or all the social medias at bitemepodcast. B-Y-T-E me podcast. And don't forget to uh, subscribe to Humble Bundle monthly before your time is up on that. Do it. And do it via our website, bitemepodcast.com slash humble. Yep. Give us some money. And I'm updating all the links there as new uh, bundles become available. So you always will be able to get the latest bundle through that website link. Boop, boop, oh, go fun. Cliff. Yeah, go Cliff. Leave Woo. some reviews on a Apple Podcast or something maybe. Mm-hmm. That's good too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Until then. Until then. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me.